Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. <laughs> How's it going, guys? It's going well. Good. It is, it is uh, nice to be recording in the same room for a uh, session, so I'm... I'm very excited to see both of your faces, and I am... Instead of just my face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's always fun seeing yeah. Forrest. No, I, um, this is definitely my preferred way, too, though. I'm so, with you on that. So it's good to, good to see both of you. I, um, our, our little county has become very famous in the very. news. So um, Ooh, you've, you've yeah. probably heard of us. Um, it's great. <laughs> We've been in the news. Uh, <laughs> we've been in the news. Um, f- let's. I want to talk about. Um, I cannot talk about Paper Mario yet because I have only gotten. Um, actually, I've gotten much farther. I'm probably about halfway through the game now, but I have not gotten far enough that I feel like I could give still full opinions. Um, the the story is going well. The combat is getting tedious. And the music is still fantastic. So all all the go. all the same things. Uh, the game is consistent as all get out with that writing. I I did decide I was like, man, I can't come to the show again and just say the same thing about Paper Mario. And last week I beat Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima, Ghosts um, of Tsushima. I, I beat both of them. And. That's in the bag. I was like, I need to beat another game so I can talk about it on the show. And so I looked deep in my heart and soul, and then I looked deep into the Game Pass library, and I picked up Carrion. The Um, heart and the soul in the Game Pass library are really one and the same. Yeah. I've always (laughs) thought that. Yeah. So uh, Always, even before Game Pass. (laughs) Even before it existed. When I was born, and eventually when I was able to develop my own individual thinking skills, I thought, man, this right game here. Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass library. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but... There's a real danger to, <laughs> to sounding like a shill when talking about Game Pass, but I'm okay with it. I will live that life. It's a good I'll deal. be the shill. Yeah. Um, so I played Carrion, and Carrion is a neat little game. I, I posted a couple tweets about it after I beat it, because I wanted to put my feelings out there, but... Um, it, it really is a video game, <laughs> which it's a, it's a solid, Glad to know. weird little, it's, I wouldn't say Metroidvania, but it is slightly one. I don't think it, it ex- looks like one. it doesn't expand out far enough. Like the, I think at most, if you are really trying to get everything, the game will last six to eight hours, which I mean, you can still have a Metroidvania in that vein, but I think that when I think Metroidvania, I think a big sprawling map that yeah. takes a long time to go across. So that's fair. <clears throat> so in it, you're playing as this hunk of meat with teeth and eyes. Uh, <laughs> um, a blob of a does it, aren't, Isn't that what we all are, though? Yeah, uh, just. But this is um, a, a hunk of meat with like no skin, no skeletal so you're structure. Just, yeah, and you're just <laughs> isn't kind that of... what we all are though? Hunks <laughs> of meat with eyes and arms. And I won't no skeletal spoil this structure. game, but there's some things that lead to that. But the I will say this game is fun. The combat is really fun, and every time it starts to get a little boring or tedious, 
the game gives you a new uh, sort of verb to play with, whether it's push or pull uh, or rip, like stuff like that. Like Rip it, and tear? Yeah. Oh, in some cases. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's really interesting because while I... At the end of the game, it didn't fully resonate with me. It was interesting, but it didn't fully resonate with me. But I could see... So I've... They used to be on the show, Chris and Andrea. They are the most devout horror fans in the world. They love horror movies. Their whole wedding was themed around horror stuff. Ooh, nice. So this game was built for them. (laughs) I... We'll dabble in horror things occasionally. Um, when Seth finds a horror movie that's interesting enough that he goes to see it, I will usually go with him to see it. It's true. Um, but I don't usually seek that stuff out. And so I, I was like, I'll play this because I've heard it's good from some people on Twitter. And at the end of the game, I, I enjoyed mostly everything about it. But... It just didn't land with me the same way it would with someone that loves horror movies. And so, I mean, it's hard for me to to judge it too much based on the story. Because the story is, there's not much to it. But I, it's, from the horror movies I've seen, it is a very basic horror plot. Uh, If you've seen a movie like this, actually, I would say it's very similar to Prototype. If you've played Prototype... Uh, the story ends up kind of hitting some of the same beats. So huh. uh, it's it's an interesting game. And I really liked some of the things they did with movement. So you can move in any direction uh, because you have these tendrils coming off of you. And while the movement looks very intricate on screen, it's as simple as you just like pushing up on the D-pad. So there's no jump or anything. You're just gliding across the surface of this. You're like a oh, dang okay. air hockey air hockey air hockey puck, puck. puck. air <laughs> hockey puck, and you're just sliding across this maze of like blowing air through the surface, and it's very smooth <laughs> and great. And I liked it. Does it even though does it, it hit the uh, same highs as air hockey does? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, air hockey gets pretty... Pretty intense. Pretty intense. What about as Pocky? The, Ooh. The, the, the is little, it a candy? Yeah, it's know. like a little... Is Pocky candy? I, um, it has chocolate on it's it. It's got chocolate on it. It's a snack. Yes. And sure. Yeah, they're like snack I like Pocky a lot, but there were moments that this game gives you this... <laughs> in this time of frustration in the world, Seth, mm-hmm. there is an amount that you kind of want to like blow off some steam. And boy, is it kind of satisfying when you bust into a room. The screams in the game are kind of satisfying. So, like, <laughs> okay. you bust into this room and you just start chomping on people. And the scream, as one does, yeah, as one does. And the game, the screams are so insane sounding sometimes. And Marianne didn't know I was playing this game, so she just and so a bunch of she's like, she stuff. she looks up from her phone and is like, "What are you?" What are you playing? Because it's just these people screaming yeah. in horror as I'm just <laughs> gliding across the sky. Meaty, yeah. teethy sounds. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it. You know, there's. It's a fun little game. It took me about three to four hours to beat. 
Um, the one big issue I did have with it, and uh, I had to look up how to beat the game. Huh. Um, so the game doesn't ever give you... Because you're a monster, it, it kind of leans into that and doesn't give you a map, and it doesn't really tell you how to do certain things. Sure, monsters don't know how to read maps. Yeah. It's a well-known Maybe. fact. Sure. <laughs> and... I don't know any monsters personally, but if I did, I bet they'd tell me the same thing. Have you ever seen a monster read a map? So, no. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it's... I'm, I get it. But the thing is... The next piece of media to portray a monster reading a map will be the first one. Yes. And I... It's all then I hope they throw a patch into the game. Because... I, I genuinely, so patch. the game has a pretty linear progression of where you're supposed to go. And then once you finish the last area of, it kind of dumps you back into the hub and doesn't tell you what to do. And so I like, I would say 30 to 45 minutes of my four and a half hour playtime was me trying to figure out what to do. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to look it up. And it turned out I had to go to one of these areas that I had already been to, which I was fine with, but there was no signposting to tell me to go there. And so I could have just looked around forever to find the end of the game, and I'm, I would have stumbled across it eventually, but it would have taken way too long. Yeah. Um, and then once you get to that area, I would say maybe there's five to ten minutes left of game, and it's mostly like... Uh, it's kind of just story topping like it's not even the the it's not the peak of the ending you've already hit that hmm. so some of the enemies are neat like the enemies get a you know like the power loader thing an alien yeah so the the humans get some of those sometimes so you've got to tear them apart it's neat naturally neat game good solid monsters, uh too. chunk of time and i i enjoyed it so i i recommend playing carrion I played it on my Series X, so I don't know how it runs on anything else. I'm sure... I think it runs fine on the Switch. It's I haven't seen... Apparently. I haven't seen any, anyone that has, has had <clears throat> issues with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's Google search results. Legally, Pocky would be a cookie. Okay. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. I'll that, that. that says legally. 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 Yeah. You... <laughs> In court. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I know I told you guys last week I was playing Sea of Thieves, and I've continued that journey. I've learned this past week that I am at least solid to good at shooting the cannon. Um, good. Even in motion. Proud and so me and my friend were playing last night in a sloop, which is a two-man boat, and we were up against a brig, which is a three-man boat, and we scared it off. And the brig has way more cannons than a sloop nice. does. So um, I kept knocking their mast down, and so they must have had a decent amount of treasure or something on the boat, on the boat because they ended up running away from us. Yeah, um, and it's way easier to sink a sloop than it is a, a brig. So that was uh, that was kind of fun, and it was a neat little detour. We. We're just running quests. That game does a really good job of giving you the freedom. It when when you want structure, it does a good job of giving it to you. But if you do just want to run around and pirate people, you can. So, you know, the ship in Assassin's Creed Four was a brig. Ugh. Really? Yep. 
I remember that specific detail. Nice. Is it two mast? I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't care to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say yes though. What was the What was the ship in Rogue? Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> it was probably, it was probably the same. Not a scooter through. Uh, no, reusing of assets. Because it, it was about the same size. It might have been a little smaller, but I don't think it was a sloop. I haven't played Rogue yet. I wouldn't know. Oh, Assassin's Creed Rogue. <laughs> um, <Ugh>. So <laughs> that game made me upset what? physically. <laughs> oh, Ooh. so like Ford did with me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably for different reasons, or probably. maybe for the same reason, honestly. So, Seth, what have you played? I have. I finished the Tangu's Disciple DLC for oh. um, Neo 2, the name <laughs> of the game. Uh, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's interesting. Like the, it's One of the cool things, there's like a cinematic at the very end of the base game. After you like beat the final boss, um, and it shows like... The, the story of Neo 2 is sort of based around this legendary sword. Um, uh, like, the very opening, it it's, tells you this, like... It's, it sort of is phrased as if it's, like, telling you a fairy tale, but about this story about this, like, monster that used to live in peace with this village, and then all of a sudden, like, the villagers sort of decided that they hated him and all wanted to kill him. Um... And this, one of the people created this, like, sword that was able to kill him, because he was a monster and he was, like, basically immortal. Uh, a yokai. Uh, and so, the the story is kind of based around the the lineage of this sword and how it's gotten pass, passed down, and how the character you play is the latest to inherit it and who has to set out to kill this uh, yokai. Weird thing, interestingly enough, it was weird to me how the opening cinematic made him seem sympathetic and then nothing in in the game after that <laughs> continued that. And it was like, no, he's actually pretty evil. And it's like, but wait. But it just, he just kind of brushed it off. Um, so, the after you defeat him at the end of the game, um, your character has this kind of flashback of, like, different people in the past who wielded the sword. Um, and the... It shows you three separate characters. And as it turns out, each of those characters are the focuses of what the DLC campaigns are going to be. Oh, nice. So, um... I the, like that. Yeah. Like, that's what I... Like, when I saw it, I, I kind of thought that was what it was going to be. Um, uh, and so, yeah, the, the, this one came out, um, it told, it, it sort of followed the tale of, uh, the famous, um, uh, samurai Minamoto no Yoshitsune, mm. um, if you've ever heard about it, he heard the name, uh, Maybe. also Yoshitsune is a persona in, in the Persona games. It is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the ultimate ones. Um. He's a cool, cool. Uh, he's a very interesting historical figure, and in this game, he was also pretty cool. Um, only disappointing thing is that, as it is a DLC and not a full-fledged campaign, it was only like three story missions long. Mm. So, like the first one, um, you meet him at the very end 
of the mission. And I think then there's one more mission where he's more involved with it. But then there's, um, there's like this, so it's not really even a cutscene. It's the, the way Neo 2 is structured. There are, um, I remember I talking about this when I played through it. There are like the different, there are different maps that you go through that are based on different points in time. Yeah. Um, and so like after you do the first story mission, you can then move on to another like map within the DLC, which is like, gosh, it's like a like an eight year jump or something like that. And it's so it just gives you like it's not even like a a full fledged like three D cutscene. It's just kind of like a little cinematic, giving you a vague overview of everything that happened in this guy's life um, and how you got to this point. And then you catch up to him at like the end of his story. It's like man, I was really interested in. All of this stuff that happened in the middle, and I know why. I get why they couldn't do that because that would be insane to follow his entire life. But it was also like, gosh, that's all, that's all the stuff. I mean, this stuff is cool, but that's all the stuff I wanted to know yeah. about. Um, but I still liked it because there were good characters. And then another cool thing at the end of it, at um, there was another flashback to just the previous, like. The further back in time to the the character who was going to be the second DLC character. Um, and so it was cool the way those two things lined up. And it's like, oh, okay, so that is what they're doing. Um, and so look, I've looked up some of the stuff. I think I know who that's going to be about. Um, it's I, I really like it. Uh, it's, it's weird. As I was playing, I came to this realization that despite it being a quote-unquote Souls-like game, Neo 2, for me, has become that game um, that, like, like Destiny used to be, where I can just, like, play it mindlessly. Yeah. Um, which is <laughs> just sort of insane for a game of, yeah. like, this kind of... Complexity. Difficulty. Yeah. Um, that I can just kind of turn my brain off and just play through it and enjoy it. But it's just because it's so mechanically fun. Like, it has the same things that... The same reason, honestly, that Destiny appealed to me. Just, like, the mechanical... Like, the enjoyment of the physical action of doing stuff in that yeah. game is very fun. Um, so, yeah, it's it was it's a, a good little couple of DLC missions. Some good boss battles. Some One, the first boss battle is, like, freaky. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Good. Nice. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for the next one. Uh, when does that come out? I don't know. There's no. I don't think there's a, a date for it. You uh you haven't started Ghost of Tsushima yet. I have not. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Like I was telling you before, <laughs> how we were talking about like TV shows we're watching. How I have been unable to bring myself to like start any new TV yeah. shows. Uh, and it's just like I don't know. I'm just like I don't have the energy right to no, jump into a new TV show, and that's just a TV show. That is a thing that I have to that I don't really have to engage with at all, like physically, physically and yeah. mentally. Yeah. To to watch, and and it's also so much less of a time sink than what Ghost of Tsushima would be. So it's just like, yeah. man, I don't. I'm eventually I'm going to get around to this game, and I think also. My delay in getting the game base versus when it released, and then also the kind of stuff that that of that I read about it that kind of 
tampered my expectations. I think it's like it's a, it's moved out of must play territory to I have this game and when I have the time and desire yeah, to jump into a big game, then I have it. So um, it's something that I will check off eventually. But also, I don't think that I could have jumped into it immediately after playing another samurai game. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, That's fair. That would have been that would have been weird. <laughs> so I think I need to have a palate uh, yeah, I, I gotta. I have to play something different in the intervening time. Um, so we'll see. So Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> I so I actually I have been working through that. Um, I'm I've been a hundred percent playing the game with a with a walkthrough. Um, That's totally fine. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't blame. You I for that. so when I was a I kid, I played dying. through blind. I want to say at least half of the game before my like I got that a discrete error on disc three, I think, and I mm. couldn't actually finish it. Um, so most of the stuff ah. I. I know what it was, and I was just kind of playing through it. Um, and I, and I, and since my brain was more developed, I was able to actually understand different parts of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm pretty close. I'm on what disc four would be. I was running through trying to get the the final uh, guardian force Eden, uh, and and it's just going. It's this one location where you're just kind of going down these stairs, and there's a bunch of fixed encounters against really strong enemies, which is normally, it wouldn't be an issue because my characters are so overpowered, but, um, the game is so weird, so I, I died and I lost a bunch of progress, um, not a bunch of progress, it just took me to, it was more like experience progress, because I had fought so many enemies that gave me a bunch of level ups, um, but it's, the game is so, I really appreciate all of the, the risks it took in changing like every single part of the Final Fantasy formula. Yeah. But it's really weird that you have to decide that having being able to use you have to decide that you want to be able to use items in battle and so you have to choose you you get four slots to of actions that you can choose in battle. So we're talking about like attack. We're talking magic. We're talking summon. We're talking items. But there's also a bunch of other ones you can learn. And so you have to... There's also the draw mechanic. Uh, so there's five main ones that you have... You already have to decide not to be able to do one of these. Um, and so for most of the game, I've, I haven't had to use items, so I just have left it off the thing. But there, there are these items in the game called Mega Phoenixes, which, if all of your characters die, will automatically revive all of them. And I have, like, two or three of these in my inventory. And so, like, I don't really have to care about my character level's HP, my, my character's HP levels in the game, just in general, because no one can do that much damage to me, and I usually just kill everyone. Yeah. The game also has the, the kind of instant limit feature that, yeah, that, that the, the other the remakes new, have, yeah, the which, have, which, like... Um, fully heal you and give you like instant attacks and, and limit breaks. Um, I haven't had to. Uh, another thing I really haven't had to use because my characters are just so overpowered at this point. Um, but so I, but I have used it in sort of pinches where, um, like probably how it's intended to be. Right, where my characters were like at low health and I'm like, well, I don't want to die and have to do this again. But for some reason, this moment I did not think to do it. Just, <laughs> Mainly because I did not think that this 
Ruby Dragon was able to do enough damage to me to kill me. Um, but it had this one attack that did, like, I don't know, like, eight times as much damage as any of its other attacks. Um, and, like, so it killed all my characters. And I was like, well, like, you know, I got these Mega Phoenixes. It should just revive me. But then it didn't. And it <laughs> turns out, I have, to, I guess I have to have a character who has the item ability equipped for me to even use automatic items from my inventory. It's so, ah. it's so weird. Like, the, uh, I mean, I, I sort of, I could only laugh because, like, it's like, well, I guess this is my fault. I, yeah. I could have done a lot of things to not be in this situation. It's just, it's, it's so strange. All the weird things in that game. Especially coming off 7, where you could have as many, like, uh, battle, battle commands, commands as yeah. you could, like, equip to your, equip the materia of. But it's like, this one, no, you only get 4. And Take it or leave. So you're gonna have to you're <laughs> gonna have to leave off something very important. So does it like when you select your four? Is that for the whole party or is it like on a no? You basis? each each character can individually have different ones. Okay, but no, I just haven't had anyone that have used items just because I don't haven't know. needed it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Fun fact, very real strange quick, game. Seven is on Game Pass as of today. Yep, yep. So nice. Good that's time to play if you have not. Uh, quick shout out to uh, Cameron, who, after listening to the show last week, went and watched the grappling hook scene from <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima that I talked about, and he also agreed that it was very weird, and that they were about to, like, make out over this grappling hook. Wouldn't you? So, I mean, it's... <laughs> you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm realizing that there is a a very... Wow, this is weird. There is a distinct similarity to the way your characters end up built in Final Fantasy VIII to the way your characters end up built in Golden Sun. Okay. Because okay. this is... I so, mean, I'm here for yeah, this turn. So the thing... Like, the... Final Fantasy VIII has this junction system where you are able to draw these amounts of spells and then equip them, basically, to stats that you have to increase those stats okay um it's a weird system and it's fun because it allows you to be super overpowered depending on what what uh, i keep wanting to say material it's not material essentially though what magic that you are able to acquire uh one of the fun things that i have been doing is when i get in battles where i have enemies that have new materia i can just turn on three times speed and turn on the hyper mode and i just am able to inst like within, like, minutes, get a hundred of any... Draw a hundred of min- any magic from anything. Of course, this is not how the game... How <laughs> it would have been when me. I played it as a kid. But it's like, well, I don't care. I just want this game to be really fun. And it's made it really fun. But the end... The, the byproduct of that is that using magic sort of... it When you have magic equipped to a stat and then you use it, the... The stat the goes stat down? The stat goes down. So it's like the gin. Right. But that's but it goes even further. So in Golden Sun you get even these further. You get these gin, um, which are these little creatures that you can collect, which you can equip to certain characters that um increase their stats, and the more you get, like they can also uh give you access to different spells to use. In battle you can use them, 
Um, and if you do use them, you lose those stat gains, and you can also lose the access to those magic. Um, but the, the way I came to this conclusion just now is that the way... I suppose it's possible you can set up characters differently than this in Final Fantasy VIII, but the way it has developed is that my I put my most useful magic buffs on characters' attack points because that is the quickest way to deal damage. Yeah. And so all I do in, in battles, for the most part, is only use attacks or summon the, the GFs um, because the magic in itself... Not only does it hurt my stats, it also is generally not as strong as just straight up attacking. Yeah. Um, and like end game builds in Golden Sun, you have these really powerful weapons that all have these special attacks that they can unleash. Right. That are like way super powerful, um, and it <laughs> it it manifests as. Well, at least when I played, I never used the magic at all in Golden Sun. <laughs> I would only attack yeah. or summon. Things. Really? Yes. That's when I get to those games. I never use magic. That's very. I only to attack how I play or RPGs. summon things. And oh, see, I did. I pl- I used magic a lot in. Well, Golden Sun. I'll let you. I'll tell you. It's not as strong as just attacking. <laughs> it takes longer to beat enemies. So, interesting. So there you go. <laughs> Rando, Golden Sun I is mean, just a Final Fantasy VIII remake on a gameplay level. <laughs> different paths to the same thing, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's definitely the better game. So, um, I mean, but that's only because Golden Sun is the perfect RPG. It truly is. <laughs> One day, I'll get to play it. Oh, I almost want to buy a Wii U just so I can play it again. That's fair. I have a Wii U. There's no reason. Still? That's a, yeah, I, I never got rid of mine. Oh. Fair. Bravo. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna bust it out and play anything on it. Yeah. I still have it. Uh, my golden Sun on it. One of uh, so one I, of I still have the physical carts. So. Still uses I don't have their a Game Wii. Boy. Still uses as their remote slash Netflix machine. What? Yeah. All right. Um, but, uh, Forrest, what have you played? Uh, nothing new. Nothing All new. Right. After well, two weeks of numerous new things uh, to talk about. But no, I've I've been laying low this week. Oh, that's week. fine. You're allowed to lay low. Thank you. Seth talked a lot about Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII and Golden Sun. <laughs> Somehow. Which, I mean, I could talk more. Yeah, exactly. I, and let's be I real. always enjoy that. I did not expect the Final Fantasy VIII explosion. Well, look, um, there's more that I had prepared. This, <laughs> the story oh of this game is so weird. Yes. You don't even know who the bad guy is until, like, halfway through disc three. <laughs> like, you're just yeah. kind of wandering it's around... It's really weirdly structured. ...doing stuff, and then all of the sudden, oh, this is the bad guy. It's like, all right... Let's go do that now. Yeah. It's, who was, it's who a weird was the game. creator of this Final Fantasy? I don't know. I, I remember it was mm. some someone brand new. Like they brought in like completely new people to, to work on it, which is why it's so different. Um, also, it has the single greatest track of all Final Fantasy music, the I Laguna Battle theme. I already okay. Mm, uh, for me, not the greatest, but it's I get really it. good. I get it. Though. It's really good. Yes, I can't argue that. It's... <laughs> I, I like Laguna so much. Laguna's really fun. 
The game has way too many characters also. Yes. <laughs> I just I I talked about this in our Discord, but the way the game works is that you have Squall the main character and then like a a rotating, rotating party. Yeah, a rotating party of like five other people. Um, but Squall is always in the party, and so he's always getting experience. Yeah. The other characters are not always getting experience. So where I'm at in the game, I my Squall is like, well, where I was before I died and, and went back, my Squall was level 100. Next oh, closest characters were like level 50. Like he's literally twice as powerful as all of my other characters. He And he does like four times as much yeah. damage. It's hilarious, and I... But also, like... Yeah, it's super unbalanced, but I really enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a strange... Eight is my least favorite, anyway. It is a strange game, but I think strange in all of the right ways. All right. It would also... the I guess. (laughs) So, I... I remember when I started playing it, the first impression I got is... The opening setting is, first of all, it's kind of horrific. A a school where they bring in children and teens and train them to be oh, soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Child soldier, baby. Yeah. yeah, and that's just classic. What it is. Um, but they they provide you this like sort of narrative setup of this place and the and the world that it sits in. It's like, man. This would actually be a really cool game on its own of you just being like a CD student and just going off and doing missions. Uh, I always just called it Seed. So I don't know. I, <laughs> I when I was a kid, I called it CD. That, that, and, that, but there, that's there is a the D is yeah. So it's capital S, two lowercases, and then a capital D. So C-D. it looks like CD. But there's a one character who has a line who calls him little seeds planted in a garden. It's like, so is it seeds? I've always said seed. Yeah. I think it is seed, but <laughs> I have just in my brain, as like, since I was a kid, it was CD. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it is seed. But I think like there's this whole setup for another game that could exist within this world that I think. Or if they ever did, it would also be perfect if they did like a crossover with Final Fantasy fourteen. You could just bring in the garden and have any missions cool. for it. Yeah, That'd cool. be real nice. Yeah, it's and you got gun blades. I mean, okay. Do, do a crossover with um, Final Fantasy Type O. Or it's just, another one of those child or, soldier or things. Or do a crossover with Final Fantasy Eleven. I mean, they're oh since that's <laughs> back. That's still being made. <laughs> so it's been a fun journey playing this. Just like every like every and everything is filtered. For me, I think I said this last time, of, like, the lens of Final Fantasy VII Remake and, like, yeah. going through things and picturing, Just I wonder what this what would this be, would be like. like. And it would... N- I can't see any way it would work, and I just <laughs> wish it would happen. It's so fantastic. I think there's a way to make it possible. Oh, the summon's so good. Diablos, <laughs> my favorite summon of all Final Fantasy. Doom Train. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Tonberry, you get to summon a Tonberry. Yeah. He just goes okay. up and he pokes people. Yeah. Doesn't do that much damage. But of course, it, it's all of that is filtered through my squall who, yeah. who, who obliterates yeah. everyone every in, single in one hit. Jesus. It's great. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll have Final Fantasy IX finished next week. So there you go. We'll have more Final Fantasy talk. <laughs> great. Freaking triple triad. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God. All right. And on that, we're going to uh, go into a break. We'll be right back. 
Also, if you cast Reflect, you can't heal your teammates. It, all magic oh, reflect. God. You cast reflect. <laughs> so you'll heal yourself. And then you cast cure. No, it'll reflect and then heal the enemy. <laughs> no! Yeah, it's really annoying. And awesome. we're back. And we're still talking <laughs> about Final Fantasy VIII. Another interesting thing. Uh-huh. Go <laughs> the ahead. The enemies are smart enough that if like, they are healed by an elemental type and you cast reflect on yourself, they will then use that magic on you to reflect it back at themselves and heal themselves. Whack. Whack. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII. Um, insane game. Start to finish. Hopefully during the break, you were thinking about Final Fantasy VIII as well as Wanting checking your social media <laughs> and wanting to talk to us about Final Fantasy VIII, or at least Seth. I will talk about it. <laughs> so go to our social media at Suplex the Sticks on all social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also go into our Discord, which all the, the link to our Discord is on all of those, and it's in the show notes below if you like swipe up or hit the three dots, whatever player you're using. Look at the show notes. The link to our Discord is in there. You're welcome to join it and talk to us about video games. You'll get to see... Um, just fun sites such as us arguing over stupid gaming news and yep. you know other assorted things. So it's <laughs> a it's a fairly good time in there. Um, fairly, you'll get to see me uh, <laughs> raz one of uh, <laughs> one of our listeners because he's bad at Fall Guys. <laughs> yep. And um, then Seth makes fun of me because I'm bad at Tetris ninety nine. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's it's fun in there. It's an endless cycle. It yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, which I did win another. I won Fall Guys again today. So Forrest was a witness to it. Yes, it's true. Also, David, one final thing. Okay. Final Fantasy VIII. This is the last thing. One David, Final Fantasy VIII thing. And this is specifically to you. All right. Because if you have never watched the opening cinematic for Final Fantasy Ooh. VIII, you need to. Because it would fit... At the beginning of literally any Kingdom Hearts game. Yes. And I'm very and, really. And it would completely go into <laughs> so that. Actually, I remember I played Final Fantasy VIII through like disc two and then I quit. Yeah. But I, I'll need to rewatch it. Yeah. You I should. remember like the ships going on the beach and like there there being some sort of yeah. battle and but it's stuff just, like that. Yes. It's <laughs> the the openings for Kingdom Hearts the Final Fantasy one is a hundred percent of precursor of all. Yes, of those. That, I point, guarantee that Tetsuya Nomura had a very large hand in that opening cinematic. To the point where I used to watch Kingdom Hearts AMVs back in the day, and one of the videos used footage from that yeah, Final Fantasy VIII opening, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this fits in really right, well." What's this? It is. Oh, that's eight. <laughs> if you did not know it was not a Kingdom Hearts game, you would not know the difference. Yeah. Right. Aside from the. Graphical. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. probably watch it after we're done recording because I. It's I'm really curious. Good. I, I like it, but I mean, like the, the characters are also in Kingdom Hearts. You'd like, yeah, you'd be like, well, they look a little different, but I guess. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's good stuff. Let's talk about some of this news because there was big news this week. Um, oh boy, a few things. Yeah, a few things. Um, let's get some of the smaller stuff. Um, it was announced. With uh, a whimper and not a bang, that uh, Rocksteady's next game 
is officially Suicide Squad. Yeah, just um, threw out a, a little graphic out there on Twitter. Yep, of uh, of a picture of Superman from like kind of the back with some strained eyes. Yeah, some very strained looking eyes, and then like a target on his head. Yep. Whatever. <sighs> cool. So, yeah, Suicide Squad. If this game was called Superman Must Die, would you be more or less interested in it? I'd be less interested. Less I don't, because, like, really? Super, Superman is one of my top yeah, characters. Yeah, one of my favorite time. characters. Yeah, and I, I... Why would I want to kill him before I get the chance to actually play a good Superman game? I could have just had Rocksteady. You don't want to get Seth on the road of a good Superman okay. game. I don't, I which is why we're going to nix it here. Because yeah. <laughs> like, that would immediately grab me. But I also... Did you ever see the movie John Tucker Must Die? No. Okay, well then that's probably why. Okay. <laughs> but it's it's something Does he die? It's no. Okay. It's it's bothersome. He must, though. Whatever. He must though. Apparently, um <laughs> Seth, you you threw in the Discord that this is gonna be a games as a service game? Yeah, I saw something. I don't remember I think, where the report was, but yeah. The, I think Schreier has said it before. Yeah, I, I recall reading some website that's, yeah, it's going to be apparently in, in the vein of the upcoming Crystal Dynamics Avengers game, this is going to be a service game, which is just... Peachy. And really, I mean, I guess... It's you know if you give me those two games, if wondrous. you give me those two games in two hands, I'll play the Avengers one over the really? Suicide Squad one. Huh. I don't, I don't get joy. Well, I talked about this with Carrie in a little bit. I don't care to play the bad guy. It's stupid. So I, I get that. I, but no joy. I think it. it's so. On the one hand, okay, Chris Dynamics, proven good developer, but what they've shown. Not a good game. Yeah. From all that we've seen. Rocksteady... Until we try it out in the next right. few weeks. Rocksteady, also good developer, certainly have made different types of games than Crystal Dynamics. Yes. But I feel like the... This is closer to their wheelhouse? Yeah, I think the, the uh, range of characters, I think, has... Uh, if you can... If, if you, we like, you're saying they're going to get me excited to play as Captain Boomerang, Seth? No, but I'm That's saying okay, but. I'm saying that if you stripped away the graphics of it and you were just mechanically doing stuff, I think there is an argument to be made that the Suicide Squad could potentially offer the superior experience. We'll see. We'll. I'll wait until after DC Fandom when we to, get more from it. When we get more from it. Um, but I'm telling you right now, I could be more whelmed. Like I'm just yeah. Well, you're whelmed. <laughs> you're whelmed. Yeah. Because so because it always it, it gets me Why so frustrated that I, and I don't need to go on this comic tangent because it's not a comic. That's a podcast. whole other podcast. <laughs> but, but dealing with the ramifications of just another story where. You know they don't know what to do with Superman, so why not make him the bad guy? It's so lazy, but whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I it's think there's lazy. a way that... It's lazy again, and bad. So I think when I say that if the game was called Superman Must Die, I think there's a way to make it work, and if it's like sort of a comedic romp, that okay, you're just no, like you're there. Yes. You're okay. a bunch of idiots who are trying to kill Superman. Government-sanctioned idiots. Yeah, they yeah, have okay. no ability to do this. Well, right. But they're all... You've put this squad of people together to 
go do a job that they have no way of actually doing. No, okay, I and play up the comedy of that. I don't think that's what this game is going no. to be, but I think there's a way to fit these pieces into a an appealing context. Of course, it's not what it's going to be. It's going no. to be the government's like, we got to stop yeah, this. We got to stop the Superman. Justice. Amanda Waller is going to be like, we've got to stop Superman and. Whatever. What if the what if the league goes bad? Yeah. What if you, Superman goes bad? Literally, they'll just pull the scene from the Suicide Suicide Squad movie. Listen though, you do have me excited at the thought of playing as Captain Boomerang now. Though. Yeah, like it would be <laughs> if it was funny. It would be fun, uh, I think. Of course, then the danger is that you're moving into Borderlands Three idea of funny. Yeah, but of course. I think there's a way that you could sort of make it work. I'm trying to see who is in the also, current iteration of Suicide Squad. Ooh. All right, here it is. There are a lot of new so characters is in the current iteration. Deadshot by yeah. Tom Taylor. Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. The Shark. Ooh, Don't know who that that's is. Fun. It's probably a shark, shark man. Zebra Man. Okay, that's probably great. Zebra. Magpie, yeah. which is a crow she's woman. A, yeah, she's an old and Batman villain. Cavalier. Who is a swashbuckling bad guy from old detective I mean, look, they're... And because this... So, like, Harley Quinn, there's... there's, She'll be there. But there's some characters that you don't have a whole lot of creative license with, but guys like Cavalier and... El Diablo. And Captain Boomerang, they're basically blank slates that you can just sort of fit into whatever kind of... Weird story that you yeah. wanted. You get me to. excited to play as Katana, maybe. Oh my god, Katana would be cool. I would love that. But whatever. So, Deadshot's gonna but be boring. I, I oh. also don't think Katana should be a part of the Suicide Squad. Well, she was. I know. So she was uh, outsiders. I also stuff. think like the conventional attacking type of people, like Katana or Deadshot, are less compelling. Like ideas that you can Captain build Boomerang. video game characters around. Yeah. So, all right. So, Suicide Squad. We'll f- we'll know more on August twenty second, which is okay. Fandom. Yep. Uh, which is seemingly when we're going to get the rumored Injustice game. Fandom is like Thunderdome, right? They're going to yeah. put all yeah. DC fans. Yes. In no masks. Yes. Put them in a dome. And David and I are probably going to be dead until yeah. one remains. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, David, but it is going to be me. 24. I need to see the Titans live on. I need to see <laughs> Nightwing come back in the comics. Um, <laughs> and we'll the Flash the, family be happy. We'll seemingly get a Batman you game far announcement. Too much. Yeah. That's the thing. Batman all of those game announcements are happening. And the Harry <laughs> Potter <laughs> announcement. So go. we're. It's going to be more than DC, because it's going to be the Warner Brothers studios are also going to be represented there. Yeah. Um, because, like we said last week, Baraka was in one of the the teases. It so. looks like Baraka. It's, it, it's his Baraka. His skin color is still off, though. It looks, it looks like a weird combination of Baraka and Killer Croc, and it fits maybe it's Killer Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, maybe, too. Maybe it's Killer Raka. <laughs> Maybe Dr. Manhattan <laughs> meshes <laughs> characters together. Characters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but whatever. So, Okay, now I want an Amalgam Universe <laughs> yeah. fighting game. Yes, I yeah. wish. So, <laughs> so, Dr. Man. Strange Fate. The so cool. Series S so cool. got leaked. Yes. Uh, officially. Because well, controllers series. are out in the wild that you can buy today. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. The next-gen Xbox controller is in stores. Yes. Seemingly, some Best Buy employee got mixed up. Um, these There are street sure. dates for November 6th on these controllers. That's not to say that November 6th is the day of the launch, but Microsoft has since come out and said November is when the new Xbox is coming out. So... These controllers have on it compatible with Series X and Series S, and it is a white controller. Yep. So matching the uh, the I guess it's not really actual art, but I guess it's sort of the concept art. The GameCube yeah. concept yeah, art. Yeah, the tiny, tiny little Xbox. I'm totally down for a new GameCube uh, okay. sized so or shaped. Do y'all think this was a quote unquote accident? I no. I think that mm. X, Microsoft is like yeah we'll put it out there, uh, and that's how people notices. that's how people can find out. Yeah, um, they knew that the coming news was going to be bad, uh, so <laughs> they figured yeah, so there they should be some slightly. Yeah, but like two days beforehand. It depends. I'm I'm still interested to see what the Series S is, um, and how like powerful visually? it is. I no. think they've already How shown power- specs for it. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. Nothing they official. Haven't? No. Oh, that was from the prototype thing. So, what if visually, thing. instead of it being like a <laughs> little cube, cube, it's actually just a really thin, long rectangle? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'd rather the cube, <laughs> but okay. It's it's interesting because you think of Sony's strategy with the PS5, the 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 digital version of the PS5 is just it's the exact same just thing the PS5 the... with no disk drive. Yeah. I bet they're going to charge the same amount for it. Um, maybe with more memory in it than the disk one. You can't really pull the disk drive off the Series X. Right. And you can't at all. Um, you cut it in half. And then... Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see even if how much smaller they can make this thing because... They did that uh, 3D internals sort of show off, mm-hmm. and uh, everything's pretty compact. It's a bunch of internals and then fan. So yeah, I, I don't know what they're gonna do because that fan is big. Um, but that fan is it's good that it's big because it's gonna get the heat out. Right. So it's gonna be interesting to see where this lands. Um, it's definitely gonna be a different color than the Series X. I I do think, yep. which is makes Probably sense be for white. the white controller. Yeah. So, if it's purple, that, we'll that's see. what I was and just has a thinking. handle. I, oh, oh. <coughs> and, and plays with smaller discs. Yes, and it's a GameCube. Uh, GameCube two, baby. Um, oh, GameCube man. Series S. Uh, so it's cubic. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh. I'm. It it depends on how they market this thing. If I, I don't. I will not end up getting a Series X and a Series S. Yes. Um, pointless. Yeah. But unless it's purple and has a handle. <laughs> yeah. The thing Which is, case? it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting if they try to do that, like because uh, you know how XCloud works and whatever console you have, the, the cloud will give you up to it's inter- it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with smart delivery and all yeah. that stuff. And XCloud. Um, which the the beta is out there for Android users. Uh, like, you know, people have been playing Halo on their Android phones. It's they are? It's been super awesome to see on Twitter as an iPhone user. Um, 
I'm probably going to buy an Android tablet just so I can play. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, Game Pass games. Uh, basically, from what I've seen, people that have around 80 to 100 meg internet and they have a 5 gigahertz uh, or 5 hertz Wi-Fi signal, there's no lag, they say. So I'm hoping, hoping that that's true and good because I would definitely use it. 100%. So... With that, there is something that's not coming in November mm. that we need to talk about. Yeah, my birthday. <laughs> and your birthday's I'm, coming. In November. In November. I'm canceling it. But I'm delaying it. Halo Ooh. Infinite <laughs> is not. Yeah. And <laughs> this is kind of a shocker and also not. It was. Um, Imran Khan tweeted a couple minutes before it happened. He tweeted, um, just maybe stay on Twitter for a while. He's like, if you're doing anything else, make sure to keep an eye out. And I was like, what? What kind of news could be coming? And then that was the next thing that came in my next refresh. Yeah. And I was like, who, buddy? 343, delaying Halo Infinite to 2021, and not even a, like, not even a window. I saw someone who was predicting it comes out, like, holiday 2021. Yeah, I think... So, it's... this is kind of insane. I hesitate to say unprecedented because I'm sure that it's happened, but the oh, sure. the system seller for a new generation of consoles, a launch day release, really the only launch day release that we knew was going to happen, it will now not be in the release window at all, and we don't really even have a date for it yeah um it's it's insane and i honestly how do i put this because i want to be i i want to be nice i don't fully think that it's covid's fault (laughs) um well it it definitely had a hand yeah some of the stuff i read was that like they the move to work from home had larger uh, a larger impact on them than maybe they were anticipating it having. Then um, maybe Microsoft probably shouldn't have said that yeah, nothing was impacted. Yeah, that would have been probably That smart. was maybe bad yeah. of them. Uh, uh, because uh, Phil yeah. made it sound like everything was fine. Mm-hmm. Everything turns was out not that, fine. Turns out that Nintendo's not the only one yeah. who is... Uh, it's, and it's actually instead quite normal that people who were working in an office moving to working apart from each other would have a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then I imagine this was like not helped by the um, public reaction to their gameplay uh, reveal. Um and also, I think it's probably just like they probably still don't really know what the game is. Um, I I agree with you. Uh, I'm I'm genuinely a little worried about that fact. Yeah. But I, especially since there was a lot of that weird terminology that came out, like about how this is going to be this sort of Fortnite esque yeah, living like game. Year game and. It's crazy they use 10 years 
the exact same hmm. amount of time that, that Destiny Bun- that yeah. Bungie yeah. said when they revealed Destiny. Hmm. Um, I want to know. I want to read. A and portion. also, Bungie did not really know what Destiny was at probably like In. a year before their game came out and was also a huge mess at launch. Yeah, I I want to know. It almost sort of. Makes perfect sense that this is happening. Yeah, Yeah. it it rhymes. (laughs) I I want to read a portion of their statement. So, Halo Um, Infinite Two is going to be pretty good, from what I'm (laughs) assuming, based off of his previous events. (laughs) After Um, they tweak every system to make it more like it was in Halo Infinite One. Um, They said, "I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at Three Four Three Industries." who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. That is very smart wording to make it sound like, hey guys, we don't want our employees to crunch for this game. Yeah, it really just means an extra year of crunch. Yeah, we're delaying it so that there's not... For their well-being... Anyone that's even paid attention to the gaming news sphere knows that this just means it's another year of crunch. Yeah, basically all reporting on, like, game development delays are, like, I think there is a sort of a logic to the idea that, okay, you give developers more time, then they won't have to be worked as hard to get the game out, but... Theoretically, yeah, like that sort that makes a kind of sense. That if you have a, an X amount of work to do, and then you increase the time to do it, that means less work. Yeah, work like, is spread out. Right, but in reality, all every all the good reporting that has been done is that when game is delayed, that just means all of that extra time is more crunch. Yeah, and um, unfortunate. I want to note Feel also three four three. I think Janet Garcia from IGN uh, tweeted, um, maybe people should stop using that Shigeru Miyamoto uh, quote because it's basically at this point the live, laugh, love of gaming quotes. (laughs) The Shigeru Miyamoto quote, of course, is a a delayed game is sometimes good. Uh, A A rush game will be forever bad or something. That's about what it is. Yeah. Um, I've... I forget what actually he originally said that was. And there's, again, that does make a little bit of sense. Um, but it's it doesn't really take into account the kind of well-being of the workers. Right. Um, it's, it's rough. I definitely think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see if the Xbox sells well this holiday. So I wanted to actually talk about this like what is like what is the selling point of the xbox series x at launch like you don't have halo now in november what 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 do you like what is the argument to say hey you should buy this when it comes out well good news uh xbox actually just put out an article two days ago ish uh, about what things will be there at launch um, and was there anything on the list that you won't be able to play on the Xbox? Oh no! Because they're doing the right. They're doing the so like thing. I I think it's great that Microsoft is like has committed to 
support Xbox One, the Xbox One. But it's also like, I really wonder how, like, what their, first of all, what their expectation is for initial sales of this device. And then, like, what it's actually, like, what are they going to do to, like, pull, to grab people into getting this? Like, the early adopters are going to get it. Gears Tactics, that's what. No, <laughs> it's not. But is I that, that going to be their launch for it? Uh, if this article was all about launch stuff, then it seems that way. Or at least near launch. It's just, it's it's strange launch to me. Window. It's weird because we also don't know what's coming launch day for Sony either. Yeah. Yep. We we think... We don't know when launch we, day is. We it's, it's crazy, like... Sony somehow seems to be in a better position just simply on the fact that they haven't said anything. <laughs> Which That's we were true. berating them for right. multiple it's, times in the last It's very few weird, this kind of back and forth that is happening of just sort of mediocrity. <laughs> they're, they're playing chicken, and I mean, I... <laughs> no one is really winning. No one's winning. Um, the, the, I will say the one thing that Sony has possibly, cause they haven't given a clear answer is the Miles Morales game. Uh, the Spider-Man Miles yeah, Morales. but still. We, but that's possibly going to be on PS4. Right. It's, no one knows. Yeah. It's, and, uh, very, it's so weird. I don't know what the heck is happening, honestly. It's, it's genuinely strange. Um, launch lineups in the past haven't been Right, amazing. they're generally not good but, anyway. But there's always one or two games that is... The are killer like, app to get right. the new console. And, uh, and yeah. for the PS4, I mean, in my opinion, I really loved Killzone Shadowfall. And that game was beautiful. Um, that was it for me. Who can forget The Order? 1886. Well, everyone can. I don't even think that was a launch title. Mm, I'm pretty I, sure it was. Um, you'll you'll remember the great launch window, the great franchise of Rise, Son of Rome. There, yeah, uh, from that. the Xbox One. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't, can't remember wait for what the was. sequel to that. That's never happening. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm Rise to Son of Son of Rome. Son of Son of. Rome. I like I, it. I don't know. I I'd green like that. <laughs> I'm less excited, but also we have. At least one or two more presentations from Sony and Microsoft, um, detailing prices and launch. Yeah, lineups. so they but they like have both gone out of their way to say like they're going to have very large launch window like offerings in terms of new games. So uh, I'm I don't know I'm curious what the next few months are going to have in regards to announcements for these different uh, consoles. I actually had forgotten that Jason Schreier tweeted that he posted like a year ago in Resetera, um, or Reset Era, whatever, however you want to say that. Um, I don't really like that forum, but whatever. Uh, he posted in there that 343 Halo Infinite had lost its creative director halfway mm-hmm. through. Yep. And I had forgotten that. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty big. Yeah, that certainly That's, like doesn't help a uh, the development of a of a, a very important game. Right. 
So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what's a launch game. We'll see what's not a launch game. We'll see. And who knows? Okay, here's the question. Which comes out first? Halo Infinite or Metroid Prime 4? Oh, Halo Metroid Infinite. Prime 4. Oh, we got some... Uh... That's, that's coming out first. Mm. I don't know. Is no, it? I think I could concede this point because Nintendo's plan outside of like maybe Animal Crossing from recent memory that I can think of is announcing a game less than six months away from right. release. But so look, like uh, when Nintendo, it's time for a new update on when that Nintendo game. announced Metroid Prime Four, it was nowhere near being completed, and then they restarted development. Like what was that earlier this year? I think that was last year. That was last, last year. year. Yeah, you know, Metroid but again, Prime Four may come out first. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's a toss up. I think it is. Yeah. I I do think this is a pushback to to holiday next year though. I really do. Uh. <laughs> it's either a pushback to oh, holiday gosh. next year, or I would say March April because or they multiplayer comes out first, campaign uh, later. I don't think they're going to split this game up, but also. You know what? It they or probably they will. just instead of full multiplayer, they leave that for launch, but they release a battle royale. Well, the you only that BR they care about, Seth, is battle it's rifle. The battle rifle, whatever. I didn't Dumb. say BR. So I said battle, battle royale. I know, but when they, I'm saying that someone asked the three four three about this, and they said. Do you care about mm. battle royales? He said the only BR we care about is battle rifle. But also, stupid. Epic was not ma- going to make a Fortnite battle royale yeah. until Fortnite like, was a survival game, right? And then they're like, <laughs> you know, this is taking a really long time. We should let's do let's this do this, this thing, thing in in the game. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It wouldn't surprise me. I. It's still amazing. It wouldn't be. I would not. I, I would honestly, get... if this game next year was canceled, I would be like, yeah. Uh-huh. That'd make me sad. Infinite? I just want to get my mm-hmm. hands yeah. on it soon, you know? Well, you are not I going to, Forrest. It might get canceled. <laughs> they should just release that demo. That That's a bold thing to say it's going to get canceled. I didn't say it was going to. I said I wouldn't be surprised if it did. It's, you know, it's so crazy that a game that started out with a flashing demo screen... I mean, there, there's a demo that exists. Demo. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Release the Snyder Cut of Halo <laughs> Infinite demo. Rele- What's the previous game director's name? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Release right. the Spartan Cut. <laughs> Let's not... Uh, I don't want to go through this full state of play because I don't okay. think there was a ton that was super special in it. But let's hit the high notes. Um, and the low notes. And the low notes, yeah. Crash, Crash 4. Yeah, you get to play as Dingo Dial. Yeah, yeah. sure. Looks fun. Yeah. Uh, also, that looks really good. Uncovered on their website that the uh, in the the launch platform area in the code was something for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, October 2nd. Wow. So... That could also be the next Smash Fighter, according mm, to some no, people. No. So okay, it's, good. it's all it's all connected. It's all connected. Go back and look at uh, the Sakurai reveal. videos. The 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 chairs behind him are orange. <laughs> another reveal that the, won't be daunting. The uh, the there's a game called Pathless, 
which is going to be an Apple Arcade game also. Uh, but it looked kind it looks of interesting. Cool. David it is down like a, on it. It looks like I'm a not really good down video game. I think it looks cool. There's I really like the art design. It's, yeah, we got to see more nice. bug snacks. Yep. That's what I'm excited about. I know. This game's going to be weird <laughs> yep. and terrifying, and I like it. Uh, and the story seems to be really strange. Game so, of the Century material? Yeah, sure. Even the Millennium? Yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> what about Game of the Willennium? The will, oh gosh, we don't. I've never heard that. Did you? Never mind. We don't need to go okay. down the road. Of, <laughs> did you see the that Fresh Prince is getting a gritty oh, that's reboot? Right. Yep. Um, He's a gritty reboot. It's like real. It's real. So I thought it was going to be a reboot. I, don't know, was, I, yeah, I, don't I didn't know it was going to be gritty. I, I read that last night. Gritty was not in the words. It was. It's a gritty dark reboot. That okay. was what I read. That also. Features gritty of um, the, of the <laughs> the flyers or whatever he's the mascot of. So, um, Hitman Three has VR, cool. Auto chess is coming. So fun. Uh, October thirty first to PS four. What? And PS five. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I was in there. I I got it in my list. Seth called that this game was going to be a Robin Hood game. Yeah, there was this, this, this weird a, Robin Hood game. Boy, how this footage of like this hit it on the nail. This like, I don't know. I was just, it, there was a group of, uh, what what is Robin Hood's like group called? I, the band of the, brothers. The band of Hoods. band of thieves. I think the band of thieves. they were going around doing stuff, and we I was like, jokes. you know, this is Robin Hood. And yeah, the rest of us were right. joking that it was going to be like Four Honor Two or something, nope. and like, you're like Robin, Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Bam. That was <laughs> yeah. right. So it's kind of interesting. <laughs> it looked a little interesting. Yeah. Temtem is yep. coming to PS Five. It's a knockoff Pokemon MMO. Yeah, it's not bad from what I've heard. Um... Genshin Impact, which go. is an yeah. anime Breath of the Wild. Yes. It has a big flaming sword, okay. therefore if I am you, sold. This game, like, I don't want to say it literally lifts assets, but... It's close. Next to it, it's like a carbon copy of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And honestly, Listen, like, the game looks fun. It, Sony has been doing this thing, like... Well, so this isn't a Sony a, game. No, but, like... Just like the PlayStation has been getting or is getting these announcements for games that are literally just Nintendo games with but, a but different, yeah, with just a different coat of paint. There's gonna be that Sackboy Adventure game that's literally just Mario 3D World. This is just Breath of the Wild. Like we, I hate that I'm going to play this game. Just, <laughs> I do. It has a big flaming sword. Yeah, I'm not looks, gonna be upset. It looks fun. It looks like it has like Monster Hunter type combat yeah. in it, and too. it's free to play. However, that's gonna work. Yeah, it's because there's different characters you can play oh, as. I'm gonna have to pay um, for the sword. So, oh, uh, I did want to throw out Control's second expansion got announced in this. Oh, it's coming August 27th. I think it announced um, it got more detailed. August yeah. 27th, simultaneous launch. Yes, simultaneous You're launch. not going to have the nine-month wait after the PS4 one comes out to play it on Xbox. And also, yeah. Control is going to have a $40 Ultimate Super Edition. stoked for this. Um, I'm gonna have for to, the Ultimate Edition. I'm going to have to wait to get the Ultimate Edition because I traded in Control. Hmm. Um, the, ulti- so. the Ultimate Edition is also eligible for cross-gen, like next-gen upgrading. Yes, you get the next-gen upgrade. Yeah. But you don't if you have just the base game. So, whatever. That sucks. Sorry. It's probably what what a lot of companies will end up doing. Yeah. Yep. 
Money. I don't really care. I'm not gonna Money. like. I will have beat this game and its expansions by the time the new Xbox comes around, and I'm not gonna play it again. Yeah. Mm. That's um, fair. And they ended the showcase with uh, Godfall gameplay. Our favorite slusher. There was a the load, killer yeah. app. We got the, the high killer app. We got the load of five. God, it's so boring. Um, I don't know if a game is. Uh, I, it was moral. amazing they the links they went to to not describe their game as like a souls like game. And then in their FAQs on the website oh, they man. talk about it as if it's a souls like yeah. game kind of. Very weird. Um I do want to note that they went out of their way to really make it sound like a light attack combo was a brand new thing they invented. Yes, very. Um, you hit this attack button th- three or four times and the fourth one does oh this. God. It's so weird. It was I weird. Not good. Is. Um, not good. Not good. And also, the jury's out, but I don't know if I'm going to be less excited for this or Suicide Squad. So we'll see after <laughs> Suicide Squad gets mm-hmm. announced. Listen, one is going to have give you an Captain Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be so mad if Captain Boomerang is not in that Suicide Squad You're right, squad because game. like that is genuinely exciting to me. Look, it's going to be a live game. He'll be in the game eventually. eventually. <laughs> oh, yes. Much like Spider-Man. But only on PS4. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, I specifically asked oh, uh, Zach the other day if he was going to play the Avengers game, and he said no, because <laughs> I don't have a PS4, yeah. and I'll want to play a Spider-Man. Yeah. So, Can't do it now. No. Was there anything else that interested you from the state of play? Yes. Um, what? Sadly. Well, see, that wasn't in the state of play, that, the, the part that interested you. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm interested in the game. So there was a game showing off called Aeon Must Die. And it just, like, I really like the art design for it. It's like this space opera. This we- had been shown in a Switch thing before. Which I like don't 2018. Rem- which I don't remember at all. Yeah. But that being shown off that early and then having its resurgence now is definitely indicative of the story behind the development of this game, which is atrocious Bizarre. and horrible. And not and not being reported on enough. Yep. Holy crap. Uh, no one is doing enough reporting on this. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> so there was a there was some information that came out after the reveal during the state of play. Um, which had, like, a whole Dropbox worth of information, like, files and letters and audio recordings from some developers um, having major disagreements and, I would say, illegal things happening uh, between the, the publisher and the, C- the CEO of Limestone Games, um, which are the developers, and it's just, like... I I read a lot of that stuff over the last week. Um, there's a there's a letter at the beginning of the files that sums up pretty much everything pretty well. But like getting deeper into it, it's just like it's all this horrible stuff that like how how does a company get away with mistreating workers? You know. Yeah, it's sadly how the video game industry works sometimes. Yeah. Um, Seth, you dug into this a little bit too, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a a mess. Um, yeah, basically the, the, just a lot of I non-contract work. Yeah, the, paid. the 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 team that was developing it was kind of. 
pushed into this horrible crunch, and then a bunch of them quit because they couldn't take it anymore. And somehow the... Uh, along with the... One of the people who was, like, the founder of the studio and, like, the creator of the IP and one the of, like, the creative directors. Cool. And cool. somehow cool. the, yeah, the the IP rights were sort of wrested out of his hand, out of his arms. Yeah. And, and then they, uh, I don't know if it was the publishers or the, the other, the rest of the people in charge kind of went out and got a bunch of contract, underpaid contract workers to create the trailer that showed up and it was the rest of the, the, yeah. And it's just like, it's kind of, it's, it's insanity. Yeah. Um, which I was really nervous to click on any of the links because this guy, uh, I wish I had his Twitter handle. He was posting on a bunch of reporters' um, Twitters after they were uh, reacting to the state of play. Like, hey, you need to see this story. You need to see the story. Yeah, it was and a it little was, sketchy because it's just like a Dropbox link. Yeah, and but once you've dug in there, there's, there's a wealth of material. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's. It's rough, um, and and sadly enough, a lot of people didn't report on it. Uh, I saw that Kotaku did a piece, yep. and um, well, look, I, I think, think Polygon did. Generally, the larger stories on stuff like this take a lot longer to right to develop, and it appears that like no one in games media really knew this was going on. Right, you know? right, right. And yeah. So this, like this. Dev so, Studios located in so there wasn't the knowledge a major and place. and because of, there wasn't really the time for an actual investigative story to be um, written about this and it was sort of just kind of unprecedented that actual people in formerly in the studio were just going to lay out all of this information. Um, I'm sure we'll see in the future more actual stories and um, like with actual quotes from people. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's a very strange situation, and it sucks for those people who work there. And yep. Gosh, it, yeah. It's uh, it's rough. The dark side of development, and probably the stuff happening there probably happening far too uh, frequently among other game studios yep. across the world. The world. Zawardo. Yeah. Um, was there anything else y'all were excited about? Any other news that I maybe did not touch on? There was the one thing. <laughs> yeah, Force uh, and, and his friend are <laughs> yeah. very passionate about uh, Shin Megami Tensei <laughs> 3, three H- Nocturne, Nocturne, Nocturne HD Maniacs Remastered. Edition or whatever. Yeah, Maniacs pack. Uh, there's a uh, last night, was it? Maybe the night so, before. Yeah. Time or, is yeah, illusion. the night before, I think. Yeah. Uh, there was a trailer uh, posted to, I think, one of the like the Japanese Atlas YouTube page and probably some other pages of theirs um, that was showing off uh, Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Ooh. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Who was part of uh, the, the version of Nocturne that we originally got in the U.S., um, he, for this HD remaster, whatever he is going to be, uh, DLC, which uh, at when you are choosing a new game, you will choose either the regular version, which has Rido, um, who was featured in the original uh, trailer for the HD remaster announcement a few weeks ago, um, or you choose the Maniacs version, 
which is going to have Dante. I don't know if there's going to be any major differences outside of that at the current time, just because this is all translated stuff. Um, hopefully we'll get an English like press release for this soon. But that's the basic gist of it. I'm pretty excited for it. I'll pay for it. I like Dante. That's Dante. Yeah. <laughs> He's my man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. You know, it's interesting, but I... You don't care. Don't I don't care. Don't try to act like yeah. you care. Can't. Listen, dude, this game is a precursor to Persona. That's true. <laughs> like, that's true, but it's not Persona. Yeah, I guess. And it's randomly generated. Right? Yeah. Uh, Which, well, look, so. Persona 3 and 4 are also random. Yeah, yes, it's and true. I, it's that's not why Persona 5. Them. Yeah. Uh, it, also, this game is supposed to be hella hard. Has well, that's great, why I'm has very has a great thankful. spot in my heart, Persona 5. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you're back <laughs> in my PS4 and not that terrible game about the Jito and his nephew. <laughs> Uh, thankfully, the not doc- terrible game, but I just don't have fond memories of it. It's fine. I trade. I'm gonna trade it in this week. Um, nice. But no- yeah, the Nocturne remaster will have an easy mode. Thankfully, mm, there we go. Which is why I'm very excited. You can actually play. Yes, <laughs> and I can be as much of a baby as I want. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Forrest is excited to go uh, attack and dethrone God. Um, we are going to um, make sure you... I'm going to say goodbye. Make sure you review the show and uh, share with your friends, and we will talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.